0: episode 64, March 2015. In this episode, designer Mario Delgado talks about material design, its target audience, what problem it solves, and what we can extract from it for other platforms. What is material design?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think that you know from my understanding one of the main principles of material design is that you're actually increasing you know and kind of what we were talking about before about the properties of objects you know be it wood having you know properties of you know things and you know steel having certain material properties the team <clears throat> excuse me the team at google that's been working on this is also begun to associate certain properties with certain elements. And, you know, they're starting to not only think about the physicality of it, but they're actually thinking a little bit more about the details of the interaction. So, you know, one thing that I was I was mentioning to you before was that, you know, the way the buttons work in, in material design is that they're actually responding to the way your finger is touching the screen. So if you kind of imagine, you know, the the elements being laid out on a screen, you know, there's they kind of imagine, you know, the fingers being more magnetic than responsive. So instead of, you know, because the screens don't really flex, you know, you don't, you're not actually like pushing a button into itself. And then the way that, um, you know, imagining material design is that buttons are actually kind of coming out of wherever they are and they're actually sticking to where you are pressing on the screen. So they're actually coming closer to you and actually kind of like snapping to that actual layer of the screen. So they're thinking about it a little bit more in three dimensions. They're thinking about the kind of materiality in the sense of, you know, how you manipulate things and kind of the philosophy behind interactions. And they're actually creating, you know, a very strong argument for a certain pattern of things. Now, it not, may not necessarily be the, you know, the best way for things to go. It may not be the most ideal interface, but it's definitely a great step in establishing you know, new rules for for interaction. I think that, you know, the teams at Apple that have been designing the guidelines for iOS have, you know, taken slightly different approaches. They have their own set of rules and, you know, there are things that are being done differently. But what
0: problem does it really solve?
1: Sure. Um well I think the problem that it solves now is that we're we're beginning to have a you know, there, there needs to be a stronger pattern and a more defined guideline for how us designers actually approach, you know, the universe of, in this case, Android, and that there have been many cases throughout the lifetime of Android in the past, you know, seven or so years that we are beginning to design our own universes, which detract from the overall experience. I think that you know this this solution right now you know allows for extensibility and scalability, but also kind of creates a a defined physical world that you're actually playing around with. In the fact that things can you know how certain things can match with each other, and you're actually not only leading you know designers into creating better experiences, but you're actually you know helping educate um, and providing an interface that helps educate future users of how things are interacting you know how data can be combined how screens can move fluidly between spaces how elements you know in reality are actually being reused many of the times and we're actually you know providing an affordance for people to understand how their data is actually being manipulated you know on a more technical level while making it equally beautiful
0: and why do you think it has so much potential because it creates this sense of consistency.
1: Mm, I I think it, you know, especially for a lot of you know, and kind of going back to the way that designers and developers, you know, have the potential to pick up their craft without truly formal education. There may be, you know, everybody's at a different stage in their in their process of, you know, learning to have their own voice in design, learning how to effectively communicate and you know, learning the complete level of principles for, you know, an iPhone app or an Android app or et cetera. And, you know, these guidelines are definitely helpful on the lower end as well for those, you know, if there's a developer that has a great idea and does not necessarily want to worry too much about the details in the interface. Um, In the past, you know, guidelines have not been very helpful in creating things like effective transitions or correct display of data and you end up seeing you know very sparsely designed apps where there's not a lot of attention to any detail Um, so I think that you know I think it's definitely effective for for those who are still picking up the craft and you know maybe using these guidelines a little bit more strictly.
0: Who do you think is the target audience for material design?
1: I mean I, I, I imagine the target audience and Being being developers, I think that the way that Android is actually truly scaling is rapidly growing, kind of increasing the proportion of available developers to available designers. I don't necessarily think that the, you know, design industry is growing fast enough to scale for the fact that, you know, there will be potentially billions of smartphones sold, and that's potentially billions of users with billions of new potential economies and industries that are coming up because of the access of, you know, the smartphone being kind of driven downstream to people that, you know, this may be their first phone ever, Um, you know, be it in, you know, countries where there's limited internet connection access or there are you know everybody who is over the age of two in some cases has a cell phone these days has a smartphone and, or an iPad and you know the the potential to develop is getting so much easier that I think it's a great opportunity to you know educate developers in general about the rules of typography and white space and correct layout um, in a way that they can effectively do it as fast as possible and you know i've had i've, I've Yeah, I think that it's definitely a a great way to to educate.
0: And what do you think we can extract from material design when building for other platforms?
1: Well, I think one of the the interesting aspects of, of material design right now is that we have a lot of attention on motion. The way that, you know, things like fill with color, they don't just change from one state to the other. You know, I think that in any platform, there's always the opportunity for transition and thinking about, you know, the way that elements move around a screen. And you know, I think one of the things that they they definitely have begun to take to heart is that there's almost never a, um, you know, kind of the way that a lot of you see a lot of apps being built is that they're not paying attention to every state and they're not paying attention to the fact that, you know, your screen refreshes. 60 times a second. So you should actually, you know, I think a lot of lot more platforms will begin adding more basic elements that allow transitions and movement across the screen or even like, you know, having more preset things like, you know, Apple already has things like, you know, loading a new screen by like swiping to the left. But, you know, there'll be even more things of, you know, even smaller details and even smaller elements that will begin to to really start appearing as like more basic things. It's like a requirement that your play button has to like convert into like a different shape when it pauses or something like that. Um, or like a button doesn't just like change into a color. It actually, you know, warps itself or like many buttons will like begin to like warp. And I think all those things will start becoming much more of a requirement as the, um, as product design as a whole kind of matures, you know, that will, you know, things like, that we consider basic el you know, tenets of design being like, you know, white space and typography and size and, you know, color and things like that, the things like movement and animation and, you know, con- context and, you know, kind of like materiality in the sense of actually understanding the full spectrum of properties of an element will become much more of, you know, a basic requirement of great design.